All right, welcome to another episode of the Freeland Wrestling Rewind. My name is Mike Freeland. I host your tour guide, your big brother, and all things in between. I am joined this week by Kat, who joined me last week. She is superstar, NXT superstar, fan superstar, oh. and you can find all of her merchandise oh, no. when I plug it, because I will, and the legendary wrestling mom. You heard him on so many podcasts. You heard him on our old show, the Total Wrestling Writers Podcast, Mr. Daryl Connor. Daryl, welcome to the program. Mike, thank you so much. So guys, there are so many things that we jump into and get into when it comes to what has happened the week was wrestling. A lot of things we're going to get here today, guys. So Roman Reigns obviously announces to the wrestling world that he has leukemia in his back. We're going to find out what prognosis as far as when we can expect him to come back. Shinsuke Nakamura is on a pre-show. Oh, man, that's not good. A guy like that should not be on a pre-show. And Jim Ross finally squashes rumors about he, the Young Bucks, and Chris Jericho starting a new promotion. So... Before we get started, outside of some of those hotbed topics, I want to throw it to you guys as well. What are some of your thoughts on what has happened in wrestling in the last week? I'm going to start with Kat. What are some of your thoughts? Any news that has kind of perked your ears up? We discussed before we started recording uh, the nonsense with uh, the redacted name pay-per-view that happened with like just the injuries, you know, and some of the matches and the results of some of those matches. Absolutely, the big clusterfuck that happened in the desert. We're gonna be uh, we're gonna be talking to that one. Yeah, and uh, so many things have gone on. One of Dara's favorite wrestlers of all time made an appearance. He was the host this this uh, in this pay per view. I know he is just giddy about that. Dara, what are some of your thoughts on the last seven days of what has happened in the world of wrestling? What are some things that have kind of caught your attention? Well, first things first, I did check Twitter recently to see if I'm still banned by uh, the notable racist part time wrestler Hulk Hogan. Um, <laughs> I still, I'm still banned. So, uh, thank you, Mr. Hogan. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we we have to talk about Sweet Saudi Money too, Electric Boogaloo, and a few other bits and pieces. So, so I'm excited. There's a lot to break down, guys. There is a lot. It, we, we, did I, did something happen with a car just now? What was that? What was that? Are you like, getting in and out of an old car? Like it's something like an old Mustang, and you're just like. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it's it's just a chair, guys. It's just a chair. Oh, Don't worry. You're you're right. You're right. There's a lot of things going on, and it seems like the the big pay per view happened. And with that being said, there's you know a lot of people have very strong emotions and feelings on this. And I think Kat and I described how it's just a cluster. And I think Dara, you and I spoke about this as well. And as long with along with Tony Cotton, how it's not just one of those situations that's just in poor taste. But it, it does boil down to your moral and ethical gauge. And we saw that Daniel Bryan and John Cena both decided, you know what? Not doing this. Not doing this. I'm not going to put my name onto something like this that I don't feel comfortable with. And I did get to see some of the pay-per-view itself. Once again, glorified house show, in my opinion. But it was just bad booking. And the talent just didn't seem like they wanted to be there. And then the old guys at the end, that just didn't seem to work out too well. So it was a, it was, it was a cluster all the way around. But I want to first start off talking to you guys about Roman Reigns. That was uh, that was the big announcement that happened uh, just about two weeks ago when he had mentioned uh, on Monday Night Raw that he had been battling leukemia and unfortunately it had come back again. Kat, let me ask you this question. You know, oftentimes that we boo wrestlers or we, you know, boo celebrities or whatever because we don't like them. 
you know, we don't agree with the characters they've played or, or whatever. Yeah. But I think when it comes to something like this, when it's real life, I think you, you start to peel back the layers and realize that they are people and that, you know what, no matter how much you dislike them in the ring, you, you can't continue that when something real life happens to them. Would you agree? Yeah, 200%. Um, and, you know, and I know everybody in the, the Twitter verses discussed, you know, like, the people that are like, I, I didn't like you as a wrestler, but I hope you pull through it. And it's like, you don't need to do that. Like, just, just say that, you know, you're, you're hoping for the best. Don't, you don't have to be like, I, I hope that, you know, even though I didn't like you, everything works out. Like, that's what I imagine the people that sound, that say that sound like. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's their designated voice. Yeah. I just, made, I just made myself look like a thumb. Like I just like sucked my chin in and like, I was like, yeah, bro. Like whatever. Like, <laughs> like like just you know like i've i've personally never i've never i don't i didn't have too many feelings about roman reigns as a wrestler i mean i i never disliked him but you know as somebody like i i'm having an abdominal myomectomy in a couple of days and there's a chance that you know the results from that i could have to go through something like this and that scares me and like it took me 3 or 4 days to actually be able to watch the video like i couldn't do it because i'm like i might be in the same situation um so it's it's hard. It's it's life, you know, but you know, it's it's the big dog and the big cat, right? Like that's <laughs> That's right. Trying to pull through it. So it's it's scary because we think about wrestling. I, I don't think too many times we well, I mean, not as much, but I mean now with the advent of social media, we can see them more as people uh, as we as we used to not when it came to just wrestling in the late nineties and early two thousands. But you know, with, with total divas and everything to that nature, we, we do look at them in a lot different of a light and we do get to see their personal lives outside of the ring. So you do start to get and adapt a feel for them as, as human beings. Yeah. But with something like this, you know, I don't remember any type of reaction like the fans gave at raw the way they gave with Roman. It was just so surreal. It was just the most, um, shocking thing you know i never expected something like that to come out let yeah. me ask you this dara had you ever remembered or recalled because i've been trying to go back in my mind the last time the wrestler had mentioned that they had been going through some serious health issues and they had to step away do you remember anything like that happening the only thing i can remember would be retirements or yeah. in, ring, in in ring wrestling nothing to the sense of like cancer or in this case blood cancer and not particularly at this level as well where somebody you know, he's literally your universal champion. He's your top guy. And I can't recall anything similar to that. The only thing I can, the only thing I can kind of draw comparisons to recently would be when Paige had to step away for injury, from injury. You know, it, this is a rarity for, yeah. for, for wrestling in general. And I will say like, as horrible as it is to say, when Roman comes back, he's going to be the biggest face in that place. Like, how can you boost somebody that overcame cancer twice? You know, you have to be a right dickhead to do that. Like, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you 100%. I mean, I think, you know, when he does come back and, you know, depending on everything, how it happens, if he wants to come back, you know, we, we don't know what he's going to go through, you know, not only from a physical standpoint, from a psychological standpoint, and, and only he can decide that. But yeah. if he does decide when he's, you know, gone ahead and gotten over this again, what state of mind he's in. Mm. that's got to be tough because I think just as much as it affects your body, I think, you know, what you kind of touched upon, Kat, it's a mental fuck too because I think the one thing that never shuts down is your brain. So let me ask you this question. You had mentioned before, you know, with some health things, your mind really never turns off. No, yeah. Yeah, you just, it's like all you think about, like you're like, is this going to be like, like how serious is this going to be? How much of my life is this going to impact? Um, It's like a constant thing. It never really turns turns off you just 
you know, you could just be chilling, minding your own business. And then you're like, oh, wait, I forgot about that thing for like two seconds. And now it's back again. I think a big thing to think about, too, here is, you know, not just from the standpoint of what is it going to do to the storylines? What is it going to do to the attendance? What is it going to do to the bottom line of WWE? Because, you know, even though a lot of people have spoken openly about not being a big fan of Roman Reigns, he was their top merchandise seller. You know, he de- he definitely moved the gauge when it came to attendance and ticket sales and all of that, because whether you bought a ticket to come and cheer for him or whether you bought a ticket to go and boo him, um, he still moved the needle when it came to the financial aspect of WWE. Now, I wonder how many people will still continue to be as interested when a top guy is not there, because we even talked about this on, you know, this show and some others that, you know, WWE, for as great of talent as they have, A, they don't utilize them the right way. I think we all are in agreement. But B, I don't know if the current WWE main roster product is is succeeding to the point where they can really have too many hits like this happen before things really start to get bleak with their main roster. The ratings are not that great, which Mm -hmm. we've talked about before. It's not all about ratings, but man, it's it's really, really getting tough. I wonder if guys like Shawn Michaels or some other people who have been gone, you know, Undertaker, they might be asked to hang around a little longer mm-hmm. just to kind of keep things going. Dara, what do you think about that? Do you think there might be a chance where uh, their invites may be extended a little longer? Yeah, I can see it happening. Like, at, at the end of the day, WWE do this to themselves where they, they put themselves in a box where they put all the eggs into one basket. Now, look, I like Roman Reigns. I would consider myself a Roman Reigns fan. Um, I met the three lads from the Shield, and they're just super cool. Like, I, I never got the Roman Reigns hate. You know, he's he's never been that bad in the ring. Yeah. You know, he's just he, the writing kind of ruined Roman Reigns, making making him seem kind of lame. Yeah, but that was never him. That was just that was just uh, the WWE writing staff. They they literally ruin everything they touch. So I, I would say he got the, the 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 unfair thing there. But either way, WWE do this. You know, wh- whether it be Hogan, whether it be Cena, whether it be they always focus on one guy for far too long. And this is this is what we're left with. We have, if you notice with the Attitude Era when. All these guys were, were coming up at the same time. So you had your Rock, you had your under, you had your Stone Cold Steve Austin, you had your Integrity. For example, right, Austin was out with a neck injury, the biggest star in the company. What happened then? 2000 was WWE's biggest year ever. It's a, 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 from a creative standpoint as well. Why? Because they had the Rock to take up the mantle. He had some fantastic matches with Triple H and with um, you know the whole mankind thing, McFoley situation going through. That held yeah. over an entire year. I know it's not the same thing because cancer. You know, you can't really. You can't really, you know, say when it, it doesn't work that way. But the point, the point remains the same. That if WWE still worked with that way, where it's like, no, we have our top guys instead of our top guy, we wouldn't be facing the situation now where there is that gap. Where who are they going to put in? Well, we saw tonight. Yeah. Brock Lesnar is the WWE champion again, the Universal champion again. It's like okay, I okay, great. Literally fantastic. laughed for ten minutes. <laughs> like my, I woke the cats up. I laughed so hard. I just saw the picture and I just maniacally laughed. It's like, oh, this is exactly what we need again. It's like, okay, we've learned nothing. We have now gone back in time. Okay. Pushed Braun. Or, or Kat, just want to put it out there. Give the belt to Triple H. He's just saying. It doesn't matter. Give him all the belts. 
So, you know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm running on my PC photo. For anyone who doesn't know, for anyone who doesn't know, I, I, I'm going to declare my, my bias here. I will always push for Triple H to have all the belts because I am a huge Triple H mark. So, you know, don't at me, guys. Don't at me. I live it. I live it every day. Oh, man, he's he's the best. You know, he's the game for a reason, you know? I think it's interesting. And you brought up a really valid point. You know, when Austin went down, you still had Triple H. You still had The Rock. You still had Mankind. You still had, you know, DX. You still had a lot of different faction guys that were still there that really were able to continue things going. When you look at the current landscape right now, I mean, you have Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, who are definitely great, great talents. But, I mean, obviously, you know, they're on – a different show when it comes mm. to raw itself, who are you really going to start to, to push again? Because Brock Lesnar is the champion. You know, he's not going to be there every single week. If he's there or even between now and survivor series, we already know raw's ratings have been down. So what are you going to do to keep people interested in the raw product? So I think it's going to be real interesting to see how they do this. But I think if bungalow cluster fuck in the sand, <laughs> whatever we call that is any indication they have no idea what they're doing like literally no. guys I, no I, i'm well, not well, well, well like on that point look WWE we weren't booking that show WWE we're not booking that show your man was booking the show the guy who was funding the whole thing like think about it it was like you know when when i was eight you know we had these wrestling figures and i used to do my own wrestling um my own wrestling booking i booked a better show than this guy did and because then he was like, you know, instead of instead of paying, instead of playing with action figures, going to like a toy store, he just literally bought WWE for a night and he booked it that way. None of this made any sense. It was total garbage fire. And, you know, it, it showed it. You know, what they should have done is he should have said, look, here's 2K. No, here's, here's WWE 2K19. Go nuts. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's what it was. It, it was a poor child trying to trying to play WWE universe universe mode. And it showed. Like, look, DX won tonight. They looked atrocious. Undertaker mm-hmm. and Kane, oh my Christ, terrible. <laughs> uh, you know, Rey Mysterio was out there and it was just like, why is that child in the ring? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> but that's it, you know, it's just like, I, and Shane O'Mac's best in the world. Ah, here, stop, like, come on. It was just, what is going on? What is going on? The whole time I was watching it, I'm just like, I'm glad that one, this is on at like five in the day for me and it doesn't consume my night. And two, I didn't have to pay for it. So, you know, because I would have been upset if I had to, had to drop money for this. Well, there's two things you made a point, which I thought were very validated. Uh, Mysterio's back in 619 actually stands for 619, which is his bedtime. I swear to God, he went, he went looking... <laughs> Like an eight, an eight year old who was about to go trick or treating last Wednesday, he did. He did. And then, he really and then did. he he got swole as hell. Remember that one? I was there at WrestleMania 22. The guy was jacked, booyaka booyaka. And then all of a sudden, he reversed back into being Webster or some very small variation of of his character. It's like I've never seen someone go from you just just very thin and and. I don't want to say rally, but thin and just very athletic. Then to go to being just totally swall and jacked. I mean, let's be honest, you guys. He was juicing, and I ain't talking orange. And then all of a sudden, whatever happened, then he went right back to being, you know, in fourth grade again. So, and that's fine, but yeah, like, I think you're just parading guys out here for the sake of parading them out here. And then mm. to have this tournament, like, not it's not even world represented. They didn't have different people from different ethnicities from different countries competing in it like a may young and then shane mcmahon won like uh, i was like yeah what is, what is 
What is happening? What, what, what is going on? Yeah. Like, well, even somebody who's not gonna... watching, I'm just so lost. <laughs> but, well, look, uh, here's what happened, right? Yeah. Uh, there was there was some shenanigans where Miz got hurt, and the final was Miz and Dolph Ziggler. So obviously Dolph Ziggler was going to win. And yeah. uh, Shane McMahon is like, no, 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 this can't happen. I'm going to I'm going to wrestle. So he went in and wrestled, and he did a wrestle, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, he won. And he said, I'm the best in the world, and it was the cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god! And I'm a TNA fan. you've seen plenty of dumpster fires yeah this was up there it's very rare you see one in the desert you know but this was this was it oh my god well hold on a second hold on a second i think this is very interesting so dare had mentioned that there were some shenanigans that were going on Okay, let's be honest. Saudi Arabia, something happening. Uh, wink, wink, shenanigans. Yeah, I'm not surprised. If we see him again, that might be a surprise. Believe uh, that. Well, here's the thing. We just got to watch out that people aren't walking out with bags. Forgetting <laughs> <laughs> on airplanes with bags. You know, let's, just, saying, just watch out. <laughs> let, let's no, make sure there's cameras everywhere. Hold on. Check Mrs. Smartwatch to see if anything was recorded on it. Oh, my God. I'm just, we're not conspiracy theorists, but we've seen this movie before. If some guy walks in and doesn't walk out, yeah, he's probably fucking gone. I don't know, like, okay, Shane, he looked like when he was wrestling, he wrestled in his street clothes. And, you know, I used to really like Shane Man, And, you know, I think his his work in, from about 1999 to about 2002 was quite, 2003 was quite good. But that was it. You know, that's when he should have stopped. This was just... You know, look, you can steal RVD's moves all you want, but it just doesn't fly. For me, this whole show just felt like literally, you know, I like the Attitude Era. I want the Attitude Era. What do you mean half those guys are dead? I can't walk. Okay, well, what do you have instead? You know, so they're bringing out Kurt Angle. They're they're, they're wheeling out the Undertaker and Kane. (laughs) Why'd you say wheeling? Oh, my God. Sean Michaels just didn't look like Sean Michaels. You know, it was like, what is going on here? This is just watching your childhood yeah. kind of burn like right in front of you, and you're like, wow. Wait, 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 were you just doing the gold dust? What was that? Because I felt like you were about to do a. Like, what was that? I was trying to get into character, you know, trying to go back to the outfit because that's what this whole night was. It was, uh, it was bad. The Undertaker actually is the only guy who, with age, actually makes his gimmick seem better because he looks like old as fuck and he looks ter- like literally ice. Oh my god, it's okay. bad. Did you know? Well, I don't know, Kat, you didn't see the show. Mike, did you see the show? I saw, I would say I saw bits and pieces of it. I'm dealing with uh, single lung pneumonia over here, so I was, sure. uh, I took, I took a personal day today. Well, don't worry, like, it's, you know, if you weren't before the show you will be after oh wow i had the ria oh that's not fun. <laughs> did you did you notice the censorship throughout the show as well i it was quite it was quite severe a lot of the you know for someone who is as religious as notable as the no, the notable racist is he didn't come out with his uh his crucifix or anything like that because they're banned in saudi arabia same that's with, unbelievable same with a bunch of the other guys who would be parading around it and i'm like really guys you're giving up your religion for from for payday makes me fucking sick well did, <laughs> it's like, didn't, now didn't Shawn michaels used to and maybe that was when it was just Shawn Michaels as a singles wrestler, not DX, because obviously DX has their own entrance. But didn't Shawn Michaels 
start to do the whole kneeling down thing and then he puts his arms up in the air. I, I yep. thought that that was part of his new, you know, when he, when he announced to the wrestling world that he was a born again Christian, which, hey, I'm very happy for you. I am very happy for you. But I do think, Dara, and even though we're, we're kind of laughing, th- there is a lot of seriousness in this and there's a lot of truth in this too, because I think if you really pay attention to the, I'll call them Easter eggs or, or lack thereof, mm. there was a lot of aspects that I feel like had to been covered along with, uh, Renee Young's body. So, and, and she was dressed in all black. Yeah. And it was one of those things where she blended in with Ansible. All you saw was her blonde hair and the headset. So I, I wonder how much of a challenge that was, Kat, just to even get her on the show. Do you think that that was like pulling teeth? Um, every photo, every screenshot I've seen of her this week when they were like, yeah, Renee Young's going to be there. She's like, hmm. Like the look on her face is just <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be there. Okay. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, I was wondering how they were going to handle having her there. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm stoked she was there. Like I saw a really cool photo. Um, and it was like her sitting there and there was like two little girls, like right over her shoulder. And they're kind of like whispering to each other, but like, they're like, Oh my God, there's a lady over here. Like, no, it's cool. Like, I, like I'm trying to like find the positive in it, you know? Cause like, that's, that's how I live it. But <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. Derek, you have to understand, Cat Cat is very positive. So I feel like one of two things is going to happen. We're either going to bring her down. No. We don't want to bring you down. But I'm just saying right now. I mean, I, I feel like I was watching the movie Cocoon, um, you know, where all the old people come back. Because that main event right now, I got really close to my TV and I could smell Ben Gay. I swear I could smell it. <laughs> but like, well, like the thing about it is, you know. Uh, there were lo- there were loads of things throughout the show, and I didn't notice it because I wasn't actively looking for it. Uh, but from the very start, with, with Hulk Hogan coming out, he didn't look like Hulk Hogan. He wasn't doing the the regular the regular gimmick. And then it continued on to Rey Mysterio and all this kind of stuff. And I'm just like, oh wow, okay, there there's a lot of censorship here, you know. And this is this is interesting. So for me, I'm like, no wonder some of the guys didn't want to go. No wonder. Uh, Cena didn't want to go. No wonder Daniel Bryan didn't want to go because they must have been told, here, guys, there's stuff you can't do. You know, you, you got to change your attire. Triple H's attire, a lot of the the Iron Cross stuff was com- covered up. You look at uh, Shawn Michaels, he was wearing completely new gear. Uh, it's just like, and I went back and actually watched it and I was like, wow, all this stuff was censored. It's insane. Because um, look, here's the thing, if this show had been on in England, in Manchester, like apparently it was, it was rumored to be if it was cancelled, I guarantee you, it would have looked very different. Now, I, now I do have to hand it to them. I, as you said, Kat, it was it was really cool to see Renee Young there. It was great to hear her, and it was great that she wasn't, you know, she was wasn't disrespected. She was actually just kind of, you know, allowed be there as a person, which was awesome. And yeah. you know, she did the, the whole commentary team did a great job, uh, except for Michael Cole. Um, but it was what it was, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've I've argued the distinction between like organic Michael Cole and like GMO Michael Cole. Like yes, GMO <laughs> Michael Cole is like him being so he's he's getting yelled at, being like fed like stupid nonsense to say, and like Mayon Classic Michael Cole was like a refined like freaking like he's. He's like, yeah, I love wrestling. And I was like, I wouldn't have known. <laughs> that's, that's actually a very good point. Anything that Vince isn't watching, uh, he, yeah. he kind of does. Yeah, that's a very good point, Kat. Uh, so I, 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 uh, I'm going to use that, actually. I'm going to steal it off you. It's okay. We'll, we'll trade. We'll, we'll trade the, the Katie Vick scale for GMO. Uh, Michael Cole. GMO. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Derek, uh, this brings us to a good point here, really quick, sure. not to cut you off. I think you no need to give the official introduction to the Katie Vick scale yeah. to Cat. 
Because oh, I, I okay. and then I, I'll tell you what I've done with the Katie Vick scale, but please explain the Katie Vick scale, how Dave Meltzer fits into this whole thing and what you and Tony have kind of made this because this is a big deal. And what do we do for fans if they can get a screenshot or if they make a sign? So the floor is yours. All right. Okay. So the Katie Vick scale for anyone who doesn't know, Katie Vick was an idol in 2003 where Triple H and Kane were having a feud. Katie Vick was uh, Kane's girlfriend who died. Uh, Triple H decided that he wanted to get back at Kane, so he did a series of skits where, uh, as the champion that he is, uh, he dressed up as Kane and simulate sex with a doll <laughs> and it's known as the Katie Vick angle so I, Mike I think we were talking about some Bobby Lashley gimmick and I was like Jesus that's you know four Katie Vicks out of ten and that's where it was born so the Katie Vick oh scale God. is pretty the, the Katie Vick scale is, is a way of rating something so bad that it quantifies how bad it is so one Katie Vick one Katie Vick would be Shane McMahon would, would, would be Shane McMahon uh Winning the WWE World Cup tournament, that's one, right? Ten would be, ten would be probably two or three Katie Vicks in a row, or as I like to say, Mark Henry, Mark Henry and Young relationship that resulted into May Young giving birth to a hand. That would be ten <laughs> Katie Vicks. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I get you. So here's the thing I'm offering to any fans who's listening, right? Guys, when you're at a show, right? If it's good, cheer all kinds of. If it's bad, I want you to hold up a Katie Vick sign. And screenshot it, send it to us. If you do, I will personally give you a free Steam game. Wow. Depends. Uh, what game? I, I, ha- I have a list. Um, I'll, I'll post a list and they can pick from it. Uh, you should pick Visage because that's a pretty good game. Even though it seems horrifying. <laughs> Look, it's just, it's just a list of Steam <laughs> keys that I have. So you know, take, <laughs> that's take ama- it or leave it. That's amazing. That that's amazing because I don't even know what Steam is, but you know what? If I was going to get something for free, I'd go for it. I mean, so like I was telling you, you know, Dave Meltzer has his scale for matches being positive. We go the opposite direction. We tell you things that we think are the cluster locks. Kai and Tai, choppy choppy pp. Where did we rank that one, uh, Dara? Was that uh, was that a solid four? I would say that's a, a three because it's memeable. That makes yeah. sense. you know what? That's if a good memeable, point. Okay. Yeah. You, have, you see, it's it's a very it's a very uh, succinct science. You have to kind of level it all out. So if it's memeable, it gets a pass. For example, Bobby Lashley loving golf, that memeable, that just makes him a dickhead who's hard to me who's hard to do. <laughs> I'm not bad at so, golf. Does that make me a <laughs> No, no, seriously. The only thing Bobby Lashley loves more than you know more than than wrestling poorly is golf. That, that that's all he loves. Like- I think that's like a buff black dude thing because like my dad really loves golf and like I don't know why he's just like I love golf I'm like dude See, for what Kat, I interviewed Bobby Lashley and he was the TNA champion at the time and literally all he did for 15 minutes was talk about golf I'm like so who are you wrestling oh yeah I'm gonna play golf next week I'm like dude I don't care who are you fucking <laughs> wrestling tonight <laughs> he's like I don't know man I'm thinking about my my drive okay I don't care I gotta go I gotta, I gotta think of- <laughs> yeah, it was just it's just like, what are you doing? So yeah, but good old Bobo is a solid three on the the Katie Vick scale. So let me ask you a question, Dara. So when you were interviewing him for this for the for the was it for the magazine? Stuff, no, or no, was it for it, your show? No, no. Well, for, for both, but it was no. Sorry, it wasn't for the magazine. It was for my show, but it was also for um, a, a British newspaper. One of one of the ones. Oh, cool. You know, I, I would have been so pissed off. You know, I, I have a shot here. I got a huge outlet. I'm going to be interviewing a big star and. Can't even stay on topic to let me do an interview with him. Let me ask you this question. This is 
Makes no sense, but it's for the fan inside me. Did he bring the belt first? And second of all, did you get to put it on? Mm. No, man. He literally just talked about golf. Wow. That was he, he, he didn't have the belt with him? No, TNA. He didn't care about that. Like, you know, he, he was just there for a paycheck so he could go off and, you know, go golfing, oh, well, probably. Well, what should have said is they should have said, look, we're not going to pay you. We're going to pay you in, like, you know, golf time. Tea time. Tea time. That's it. You know, like, we can assume now we can have both because he has a little. Uh, floozy with him but at the time he did <laughs> oh my god and her name is Dixie um, <laughs> oh my god oh man uh, but you know what I have to say I met I met Dixie a bunch of times and she is a lovely woman but she had no business ever owning a wrestling company there's a lot of people no. like that yeah she, they, they just have deep pockets and just no concept of what's going to be happening and Ted Turner had deep pockets and he didn't know what the fuck he was doing yeah, but, Ted, but Ted at least knew what wrestling was you know Dixie was like what I'm going to be on TV. Awesome. Oh, you're an ECW. Cool. <laughs> What's ECW? It's this thing. Oh, okay then. Will you do it for me now? Yeah, I'm blue lights. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, res- <laughs> wrestling under blue lights made no sense at all. Right. It's just it was like someone didn't pay the bill, much like the wrestlers. People oh. with stigmatisms because of it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to skim over that joke. That was <laughs> That was deep shit. <laughs> You you should listen to the Total Wrestling Writers podcast, which I don't even know if it's still alive in the world of iTunes archives somewhere, but you need to listen to it because Dara, myself, Tony, and some of the other writers went and we, we just went viral. We just went so viciously at, at some of this stuff. I mean, this is tame compared to what we would do late, late, late at night. That's true. And you know, and I, I think that you're on a new blap to a new platform now, Mike, you know, that, uh, that ECW show or TNA show needs to be done soon where we just kind of, you know, pick out when TNA was picking at the corpse of WCW and picking at the corpse of ECW. And yeah, I, I think, I think there's money to be had there. Well, that's what they thought. And they bled Dixie dry for it. So why not us? Why not us? Well, speaking of platforms, I want to let everybody know that this show, the Freeland Wrestling Rewind, you buy the True Penny show. Go ahead and check out James True Penny and his crew as they talk about all things professional wrestling, especially things that happen in Japan. You can go ahead and get their podcast anywhere. Find podcasts are made available. And go ahead and follow them on social media as well. So once again, that is the True Penny show. You can find them on this platform that we are on as well. So, guys, you know, we, we talked about Roman Reigns, obviously, we, we wish him the very best. We want great things for him because that is a very difficult thing. And, and it's so interesting. You hear this on the radio and you hear this in commercials, but cancer really affects everybody. It, it really does. It, in some way, shape, or form, you either know someone from your family or there's a family friend or a coworker, et cetera, et cetera, that has dealt with this. So, you know, once again, we don't mean to gloss over this by any means whatsoever. It's a difficult topic because, you know, it is very private, but we do want to let Roman and, and all the Roman Reigns fans out there know that. We are in support of you, and we can't wait to see Roman back super, super quick. As far as what's going to happen in the WWE Universe between now and by the time Roman gets back, I'm not really sure. I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And when I say interesting, I mean potentially totally shitty. But I, I just I don't really know what's going to happen. I, I don't. So just keep watching NXT. Keep watching your other shows as well. And then when Roman comes back, obviously you can uh, you can return to regularly scheduled programming. But look, uh, just watch SmackDown. Happy days. Yeah, SmackDown's a great show. Great yeah. show. Yeah. I, I, you know, really interesting here, you guys. We're just kind of on a on a side note. You know, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe have been battling for years. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have battled in the Indies. They've battled in Impact Wrestling, and now they're they're 
you know, feuding over on SmackDown. Now, I wonder if this is kind of the situation they were doing with Roman Reigns when he was pursuing the championship, like pursue, 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 not be successful, not be successful, not be successful. Do you guys eventually think that, you know, when this historic run for AJ comes to an end, I mean, he's not leaving or going anywhere, but he's going to need some some time off, a break, a rest, a breather. Do you think Joe is the heir? We agree from that brand. He is going to be the next guy when the torch does get passed. Let me first throw this at a cat. That's not fair. I'm biased. I like Smudge. <laughs> no, I'm just Joe. I love Joe. Joe. I mean, just give me your thought. Yes. Um, I mean, I coming from someone who like was in the NXT, and I guess I'm still there. I don't know why I said is because like I'm not there every week. Um, <laughs> like coming from like an NXT person, I give him the belt, but then I also like because I I find it hard to keep up with the main roster a lot, just because sometimes I get like like just the stories are just like what is happening here. Um, so. At first, I was like, why doesn't Joe already have this belt? And then I realized how long AJ's title reign was. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. Okay, sweet. Like, so I'm at the point where I could see Smojo. Like, like, are you asking, like, if I think he would be like a good champion or if this is what this is leading up to or both? Yeah. Uh, Dara, what are your what are your take on all this? Um, I think they're trying to do two things. And call, well, let's put our tinfoil hats on, guys. Um, I, think there's two, <laughs> I, think there's, I think there's two things gone here that they really made apparent today at a sweet Saudi money too. They're trying to get rid of CM Punk very, very, very clearly. One, and he deserves it, you know, for what he did, particularly with Colcabana, but that's a different thing. Anyway, so one, they're trying to like get rid of that title reign thing and really kind of push that, hey, the world champion who you need to talk about is not Punk, it's AJ Styles. So as soon as that title reign is concluded, um, I think it will go to Samoa Joe. Now, the other thing that they were trying to do is they're really trying to get that best in the world thing away. So really trying to get that away from CM you Punk. You noticed to the point that, that too? Oh, yeah, sure. There's a CM Punk chant to, uh, in the event yeah. uh, tonight. So, yeah, it seems like they are try- They were really pushing hard to get rid of that. So, it, it, you know, it's, it doesn't surprise me that there's there's two things going on here. It's very it's very WWE thing to do. But uh, yeah, that's what I think is going on here, lads. I think uh, working on that together is why we're, we haven't got a Samoa Joe title reign yet. As soon as age, as soon as WWE are like, right, well, no one will be able to match AJ Styles' run now. They'll get the belt off and give him a bit of time, and then it'll be Samoa Joe straight for you know probably a couple of months and look I, you know it's something we haven't seen in WWE yet it's something that you know he's ready for but they need to have that baby face ready to go and at the moment would it be Daniel Bryan uh, maybe but you know given that he didn't go to uh, Sweet Saudi Money 2 it's like I don't think he's you know he's gonna be online for that now and I don't think he wants it you know, this is the man who says, oh, I, you know, I want to go and hang out with my kids now. It's like, all right, man. You know, yeah. but <laughs> it's like, you know, yeah, who's going to be the top guy of SmackDown now? And I just, that's the question that, I don't know, Kat, what do you think? There's anyone there that they could raise up or? I mean, I would, if you would have asked me like a couple months ago, I would have said Sammy. But I mean, him and Kevin are both yeah. like running, on the running amok. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. I don't know. Apparently, Sammy ran into, uh, he was like in Iceland or something. I was like, okay, sure, live your life. Um, I, uh, I don't really know because I don't really know who's even on SmackDown right now. That's a, that's exactly my point. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what. I'm, no like, one does. Yeah, well, he had Shinsuke, but they've 
they've dropped the ball so significantly with Shinsuke. It's like, okay, awesome. Uh, to the point he was on the pre-show, but I think he was on the pre-show for another reason. You know, at the event today, that isn't that isn't related to his talent. It's you know, it's just it, it's for probably not a very nice reason. Um, I'd imagine. But I was I was I was just thinking the, the exact same thing. I think, oh my god, I wonder if this is this is kind of bleeding into more of the reasoning behind why the Saudis have such an issue with not only the religious aspect of it, but you know the the, the female aspect of it. But I mean, yeah, I, I wonder if him being Japanese, and I'm not trying to be a you know conspiracy theorist or anything like that but i mean there, there's got to be more to this story than that because he's a champion well, at one point well, he was well, white hot and, well, and now he's on a pre-show well mike even look at the card every single person who won with the exception of Rey mysterio is what over 65 well, no, more, 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 they're white uh, caucasian yeah they're white and they're dudes and it's like well yeah all right you know <laughs> Is this be a star WWE on your fake? Oh my god! On your on your fake show, <laughs> you, you you book where you push diversity, and then on the other hand, you book a show where all the white dudes won, and you're you're the one of the biggest stars in the fucking world was on the preach. What is diversity? What are you talking about? That's total diversity. What a mess. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, we could be completely off base here, but it does seem that they bring in Bobby Lashley, he loses. Uh, Rey Mysterio wins one match and then loses. Uh, New Day were there. They were just squashed. I don't know, guys. I could continue hey, wrong so, here, but well, I, I, here's here's a thought. You, you, you did mention that, and you were right. I mean, let's think about this though. When it comes to issues such as equality, and, and we all even know here in the United States that we, we still battle with these issues. We we do, yeah. and I think in a lot of ways we try to look past it. But at the end of the day, reality is reality, and, and you can put a spin on anything you want and try to portray this something other than what it is. But there's a lot of hidden Easter eggs inside yeah. a lot of these decisions and there there just are well, Finn and at the end of the day well, it's like, bothersome well finn wasn't there finn was in dublin Finn's in Dublin now. He didn't go. Yeah. And it, I mean, I don't blame and, him. Well, it's because, you know, Finn is uh, quite LGBT friendly and apparently he just didn't want anything to do with that. So it was kind of so weird. What's... So it was, quite, oh, it, was quite, it was quite weird to see him in Dublin, actually, like on Halloween. He was tweeting, hanging out with his nephews and nieces and was like, oh, look at him there. What a lad. You know? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just it's just cool, but it, it seems that a lot of guys here they really did take a stand, and I was a bit disappointed that more that more didn't. But at the end of the day, like certain guys couldn't, like Triple H couldn't because you know he's the CEO he's of Triple the company. H, yeah. yeah, it's like you can't. Shawn Michaels could have really could have been like, I don't really need that money. But again, you know, look, he, I, 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 but you guys said, and Kat, I think you really kind of touched on this that a lot of the guys there looked like they didn't want to be there, and same with you, Mike. You said that as well. You said they just don't want to be there, and I, I would. That's that's the feeling I got. Show it was a hell show that nobody wanted to be on, and and it's such a shame too because at the end of the day there are you know Kat you mentioned this there were there were little kids out there in the audience and there were you know little girls who were were kind of whispering about Renee Young and how I I don't know what that mentality is because I'm not. I'm not familiar with anyone who comes from that region of the world, what that type of oppression or just the way women are looked at are. I, I don't have firsthand experience, but you know, they got to feel in some way like, wow, look what they can do in the United States. And, and 
why, why can't we do that? And why is it, are they able to, to speak for themselves? And, you know, we don't really have that opportunity. Now, once again, I may be speaking completely offhand and, and I don't know all the specifics, but you know, you're trying to be, and the whole point of this was, and I think Derry, you commented on this. I think we talked about this before and, and Tony talked about this, the whole concept of crown jewel. Do you remember the whole, the whole basis of how that name came around and, and how the thought process of being progressive over in Saudi Arabia was supposed to be coming? Do you remember that conversation? we had yeah like this was the whole thing about this show and i think it, we, you know some people are like oh you guys have been very political and all that kind of stuff yeah but that's because the whole point of this show was being political guys do not forget this was not a wrestling show this was a propaganda show this was to show hey look how progressive we are that's the whole point of this it's um it's the the saudi 2020 or 2023 thing where yeah. we're trying to bring in new development and stuff like this and bring in tech firms and all this kind of stuff a lot of tech firms are done now they're all like no we're not going to do it because of what happened but WWE's deal here is 10 years to push forward this agenda of progressivism which is really? the most ridiculous thing it's the, yeah it's the, that's the whole point of it it's say look how we're, we're not this backward barbaric hellscape anymore we swear pinky swear we didn't kill your man but we did as they um, kicked the dead body under the rug like I didn't exactly, do anything exactly. wrong look women can drive no don't talk to her she's not allowed she's worth half a man you know <laughs> This is, this is what they do. It's crazy. So yeah, like the, the whole point of this was was to push this propaganda, and that's why it's that, that's why a lot of people had a bad taste. And that's for me. I'm like, it's it's not something that I can, you know, really be okay with as a wrestling fan. WWE have done some horrible things. TNA have done some worst things but they've yeah. never done anything for me and i said this on, i said this on my show last week mike uh, with you this is like the the 1933 or no, sorry 1936 olympics with the nazis that, this is like it would be like if the nazis are around today uh in germany it's like hey dude let's go do a show and play nazi propaganda cool you know that's yeah. that's what kind of happened you know and i that's that's the problem you know it's like as good as the show was even if it's the best show in the world it's still with a group that does some pretty horrible things and remember in 1936 the nazis hadn't committed the holocaust yet they were just a bunch of dickheads you know who ran a country the same thing that's going on in Saudi Arabia a bunch of dickheads running a country although they've killed a bunch of people it's very it's very comparable how far will Saudi Arabia be in 10 years I hope they do become very very progressive but you know I feel sorry for the people in Saudi Arabia I feel sorry for the fans who just who like this product and are like cool that they're being used in such a in such a horrible way as like pawns they're just pawns they're just pawns yep. yeah they're just pawns they're for, just pawns they're just pawns. Pawns, pawns for a family that found oil and they just use it to push forward their their agenda that is anti-human in a lot of ways, just like Nazism. And I just think it's horrible. You know, I, I, I've discussed that WWE decided to get involved with this, you know, and it is just a case. Here's a dump truck full of money. You know, do you take it or do you not? And it's yeah. a Faustian bargain and one that's going to work WWE long term. They can't recover from this, guys. This is going to stay with them for years that, you know, the talent are going to be like, you know, I don't want to go there. Why? Because, like, what else is Saudi Arabia going to do? You know, like, uh, they publicly cut people's arms off in public. They publicly whip people in public. They execute people. Christianity is banned. You can't build a church. You know, it's like, oh my God, like, <laughs> and this is before they start killing people for, for criticizing the government. It's it's awful. I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, I'm, a, I'm, a wrestling, I'm a wrestling fan. I watch wrestling to get away from this. Yeah. So, you know, Dara and I talked about this before, and, and Tony Cottam and I talked about this, but I want to get your opinion as well, because... 
you know, we talk about, uh, and, and Dara, I think he coined this one as yeah. well, uh, the WWE hypocrisy, because, you know, they talk about be a star, and like Dara had mentioned before, but yet then you do a storyline where it was, I believe it was Alexa Bliss and Nia oh, Jax, God, yeah. and then all of a sudden there were, there were, there was fat shaming, there was, you know what, you know, this is what bullies are gonna get, they're gonna get their comeuppance, and there were so many aspects where, you know, be a star, that, that's completely against what be a star is supposed to be when you're going out to these elementary schools and you're going yeah. out to these middle schools and these very influential children are watching your product and that bothers me and then obviously what we've been talking about on today's episode where you know hey we're all about the women's movement yet we're going to do a show where you know women are not equal to men they can't do x y and z they have to be completely covered up you know they they can drive now but they they can't do a whole lot of other things so it's one of those deals where it's like well it's it's one step forward 5000 miles backwards and it's like well, well we we did do this yeah but then in the same breath the next day y- you did this yeah so it's you you can't point the finger at the stuff you did good because there's equally another finger that's going to be pointing at the bad stuff and i know it's a teacher thing but the the point is it, it's it's just the way it is and i feel like it's just such a shame that wwe talks out of both sides of their mouth and it seems like a lot of people don't want to call them out on that now the one thing i will say yeah. and i and i will put a i'll put a bow tie on this and we can move on but you know if if you are going to whether it's dara or you or me and let's say we're you know we're from another country and then we move to the united states but then as a writer we we're critical you know but we use our journalistic integrity and and we're we're delaying f- or uh, we're representing facts i don't i wouldn't go back like like if if i did that i wouldn't go back mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back because at the end of the day, just knowing the culture, just knowing the climate, just knowing how things are done, I wouldn't want to put myself in a situation where things could get very tenuous and my own personal safety could come into call. So, and we had heard rumors that he was going over there for documentation for a marriage. Hey, don't we have mail? Can't they FedEx it or something like that? I would never put myself in a situation where somebody could get a hold of me. Not to say people can't get a hold of you here in the United States. Trust me. There have been more people that disappeared here than Jimmy Hoffa has, but the point is, though, I, I wouldn't have gone back to get the paperwork. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. It was in Tur- it was in Turkey, and you know the 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 Saudis and the Turkey and the Turks hate each other a lot. They really do not like each other. So they thought it was a pretty safe a safe bet, you know. But nobody expected that this level of espionage would be happening inside a what would be considered for from a Saudi Arabian perspective an enemy state, which is in Turkey. So it, it's it has multiple multiple levels, Mike. But at the end of the day, I. I I think that whole thing, it was just the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Saudi Arabia in general, they, they have, for example, uh, there's bands now who I listen to and they're black metal bands from Saudi Arabia. And if they're found, if they have to actually use their, they have to use pseudonyms and they have to, they can't say who they are because they'd be killed for playing music, literally. So... Straw to the camel's back. That's all. And I think you said it well. I think you said it well. And I think Kat said it as well. The the, the true victims of this are the people. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I feel I th- sorry I, for them. I really do. Yeah, for sure. We, we we look at a part of the world and I think some people just blanketly make these statements and they cast the very big you know, tarps or nets and they go, those are all bad people. No, no they're sure. not. No, they're not. No. It's the few that make the majority look bad. And, and you can't, you, you can't br- paint with a broad brush, Exactly. but there are a lot of good people everywhere. And it's just the jerks, the pricks and the assholes who do these things, who become the face of a group. And then everyone seems to, Oh man, well, we can't have them anymore. And, and that, 
that's not the case. There's a lot of bad fucking Americans. Let me tell you, yeah, a lot you of them, a ton of them, a ton of them. Like you could hey, literally we, anybody in any other country could be like, oh, you guys are wild. And I'd be like, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely right. We are, hey guys, we are look, not exactly role models. In, in Ireland, it's the same in Ireland. You know, our government cannot, uh, are just so corrupt. It's unreal. And the rest of us are like, well, you guys are dicks. You know, it's, look, here's the thing. So, Park said it the best. Anyone who gets high enough in politics is either a douche or a turd sandwich. And that's just the way it is. It just so happens if you have more money, you can, you have more weight. And that's the truth of it. So the, the average people in any, in any society, in any part of the world are usually good people. And I think a lot of people who were there at the show, particularly the kids, they looked like they haven't, they were, looked like they had a fantastic time. And you know what? Sure. Fair play to them for having a great time. It's like anywhere else, but. WDB should have known better and they should have, you know, said, Hey, look, we're going to do what we want, but they didn't. At the end of the day, the almighty dollar or whatever, uh, uh, money currency is being used in a deal seems to be wheeling a very heavy hand. But the WWE is such a large company that that would be pocket change to them. They could easily have backed out of something and just said, you know what? Screw it. We don't want to do this. Vince may be around another 10, 15 years, whatever it may be. But then you got to look at the future and the future of this company is being decided by the decisions of today. And is this really what you want to do? Guys, All right. guys, one second. Brock and news. We're, 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 we're going through. I was just going through the sheets there. And it turns out that um, Punk actually was approached, apparently, by WWE to be on ground show. I think he, he would have done it. I, I was going to say. I think it. he was literally, I literally think he just was like, you know, you imagine what he said, but apparently he oh was, he was approached. Apparently he was. It is legit. Now who's report, who is reporting this? Several places are reporting this. Wow. Several so, places. Yeah. Yeah. I believe he said, fuck you in about 9,000 different ways, yeah. depending on who that was. But I, I think one of yes. I, I think one of the the kind of coercion was like, hey, you can prove you're the best in the world, and that's how they sold it to him. So, well, we were right, guys. That's that was the angle they were going for. Cons- you know, conspiracy fact. <laughs> can you can you imagine that phone call from John Laurinaitis to CM Punk? Hey, hey, Punk, we got an idea. How yeah. about you? How about you? How about you come to the desert? We'll make you the best in the world again. We'll get you those ice cream bars you wanted. <laughs> oh, oh my god! god. Uh, you can bring them with you on the plane journey home. They may melt, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. So putting a bow tie on that, moving on like that. I feel like you guys are both very astute in as long as, as well as our good friend, uh, Mr. James Truepenny is Japanese wrestling and the Japanese scene as it is right now, which is, which is really hot. I mean, I think new Japan pro wrestling is doing a lot of great things. Now, there is a lot of speculation and rumor that Shinsuke Nakamura, the aforementioned Shinsuke Nakamura, who was on the pre-show today, when his contract is up, will be returning. All indications are to New Japan. Mm. Now, let me ask you both this question. Let me start with Dara. When it comes to something like this, let's put yourself in the shoes of Shinsuke. Once your contract is up, I know WWE may be wanting to throw some money at you, whatever, maybe... I, I would I would love to say they would throw maybe a lighter schedule, but let's be realistic here. That's not going to happen. No, that's not New Japan happen. is is willing to throw a little bit more money at him than they than they previously did. If you were Shinsuke, from a character standpoint, from a creative standpoint, and just for the enjoyment of what you're doing, do you stay with WWE and see if you give it another whirl for another contract, or do you say, you know what, I'm going to bow out. I'm heading back to the Tokyo Dome. I don't think it's money. Yeah. You know, I, I don't think it's money. The, like, 
Here's the thing, you know, they control all the money in the world at somebody. If they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. And I think that's what that's what we need to work in here, right? So WDB, if they want to hold on to Shinsuke Nakamura, have to be like, look, here's what we have for you. Here's the plans. Mm-hmm. We have belief in you. We can we can you know, position you as you know maybe a top like we should be the top. We should be one of the top guys, if not the top guy with with AJ. But you know, there, we do have this opening for you in the company um, on the roster and that's what they need to do it's pretty much the only way that they're going to hold on to him you know Kenny Omega is absolutely killing it over in New Japan Chris Jericho's over there Cody's there along with all the you know the Bullet Club guys and, and the whole scene in New Japan New Japan is not an indie scene anymore no, it's it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the number two in the world and Vince doesn't get this because he just it's just Vince, but WWE needs to get it and anyone who's handed the contracts needs to be like well look we do have remember guys Remember, Shinsuke Nakamura is the John Cena of New Japan. He is the John Cena. He's a Japanese John Cena. That's how big he is. And never forget that he is the star of New Japan. You know, so when he walks back, he can have all the money in the world. You know, he they will give him whatever he wants and he'll go off. But he, he's done it all. He's had incredible matches yeah. uh, with Okada. He, he's, you know, he, he's wrestled, he's been in Wrestle Kingdoms uh, out, up the ante, you know? So WWE now, he went over for a reason. Try and conquer new lands. And this is what WWE needs to do. You know, they dropped the ball with Shinsuke. They dropped the ball with Kenta. And that, well, that was injury, so it was what it was. But they, dropped, they did drop the ball with him. And they also dropped the ball with Asuka. Three Japanese stars. Three huge names in Japanese wrestling that they've just fucked completely up. Yeah. So oh, whoever now is booking those shows outside of NXT needs to be like, look, we need to get this together or we're going to lose all of these guys. You know, you, you could build a women's division, and they did. You can build a full women's division on the main roster around Asuka. Kenta is fucking Kenta. And yeah. they just ruined him. You know what I mean? You want Kung to come back, you don't need, you have him there. His name is Kenta or Taylor Tommy. You know, you have him there and yeah. you have literally a John Cena replacement. Oh, Dara, but he can't speak English. That doesn't matter. Give him a, give him a heater. That's all he needs. You know, just give him a good manager. That's all they need. If English is such a problem for them, yeah, not a big deal. Look, look at Brock Lesnar. The man can't cut a promo. I'm sorry. That's just, that, that, that doesn't fly with me nowadays. You know, Finn Balor can't cut a promo, but my God, when he comes out as the demon, people lose their shit. So well, I'm I mean, sorry. you have to look just, at, you know, like, Zelina and Andrade like Andrade yeah. speaks Spanish and Zelina comes out yeah. and she just does the thing and they're fantastic I think they're awesome yeah. like I'm I'm glad that they translated so well from NXT to the main roster um and you can do something like that Exactly. Like, you know, we don't live in this world anymore where if someone isn't coming out and, you know, the, the white meat baby face. Yeah, look, that's still going to be huge in American wrestling. It just is kind of the way that it is. But yeah. the scope is open. You know, you can like look at Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch speaks with, with a very, very thick Dublin accent, thicker than mine. And people love her because she's awesome. You know, it's just the machine has to get behind them. And I think, you know, yeah. Um, look, Kenta's time has probably passed, but definitely with Shinsuke and Asuka, two stars that if they lost, you know, I don't even think they would go back to New Japan. They might go, they might do a spin in Impact just to see what would happen. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's what happened, to be fair. Let me throw this out here to both you guys. So there's, there's two things I want to mention here. The first one is, what the hell does it matter if they can talk or not? Now, I know they, they will always say promos are very important with wrestling, but like you said before, give them a mouthpiece. I mean, they did it with Brock Lesnar, for God's sakes. He, he wears Velcro shoes. Yep. I mean, and Shinsuke is 10 times, 100 times more talented 
and so is Asuka. I'm wondering, and once again, I'm not trying to put the tinfoil hat on here, but do you think that there is going to be at least some level of a discussion amongst people within T or not TNA? Oh God, you got me doing it. Now. <laughs> um, more, more people w- within um, NXT that are going to say, "Man, this is really cool." Yeah, but I mean, they really, they really screw the pooch once you get to the to the well, main roster. They really, really shit the bed. Yeah. No, I agree. Jeff Cobb is a is a great example. Yes. But, but I mean, look what he did in Lucha Underground. Now look what he's doing now. I mean, he's he's amazing. How can WWE, and this is the way I describe it, WWE reminds me of the Cleveland Browns football team. How do you have that many number one fucking draft picks every single year and you still fucking go one in 15 or 0 in 16? At some point in time, it's the coach or it's the management or it's somebody, someone, someone has to take the heat for this. How can you take great stars and then they get to the roster and it's it's over? Yeah, like what happened I to Rusev? So then? devastated every time I find out someone's getting called up because like I'm watching these people like on a weekly basis. Like I will drive to another town over to go see these people wrestle, and then that's like they're getting called up, and I'm like holding onto their pant leg, like no wait, <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for you up there. Please rethink this. <laughs> but like it, we can go through them. We can go through the call ups, and you just see the the drop. In not in value, but in you know, um, ex- compared to what we think they should be, to to where they are is terrifying. It is scary when you actually look through these call ups. And as you said, Kat, you know that's the truth of it. Hold on to those pant legs. Stay where you are. Look at Bo Dallas, dead. dead. Sami Zayn, pretty much dead. You know, well, <laughs> it, the list goes on and on. I'm I just like. like- Kevin- Kevin didn't have that same situation because like, he's so annoying that he literally would not let it happen to him. Yeah, exactly. Like, he just yeah. exudes, I'm annoying, I don't care, I'm doing what I want. Like, Yeah, but like, <laughs> like the, the cream does kind of rise to the top, but it's, it's put, there's so many blockers in the way that getting through that system is very, very difficult. Now, it's 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 got it's got a little bit better when the roster has been split. So Raw and SmackDown, and if you're lucky enough to end on SmackDown, you're going to have a bit a bit of a better run with it. But if you're on Raw, man, you're done. Just lost in the sea. Done. Yeah, and it's that's what happened with Finn. You know, it, outside of that, outside of that, um, outside of that entrance, it just gets lost. It's a shame. Well, speaking of things that are interesting and not getting lost is the independent scene in the United States. Right now, the independent scene is the hottest it's probably ever been. I was going to say in the last 10, 15 years, but it even goes beyond that. Really, really, it is, it is hot. And the wrestlers, I feel like, are starting to understand that they own the industry. The promoters do not. Because the promoters have nothing if they don't have the talent. So at the end of the day, the talent holds the cards to a certain degree. I mean, obviously we need money to, you know, pay the bills and feed our families and whatnot. But I think collectively, if enough of them with this whole Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes movement that's happening right now, I think a lot more people are starting to realize that we can be successful and not have to be under this big WWE umbrella. Mm-hmm. And I think we can be successful in that. And I think some of the, the smaller companies, and, and I'm not saying smaller in a disparaging way, but Ring of Honor, Impact Wrestling, um, uh, Gorilla Pro Wrestling, et cetera, et cetera, fill in the blank, are realizing, you know what? We can do really well if we all start working together and we stop necessarily competing with one another because I think we all have something unique to contribute. Yeah. And we can do great shows and we can have the territories to a certain extent. 
Do you think in some ways the WWE, as far as their uh, appeal to wrestlers, has has dwindled, has diminished? Uh, the show that I do with Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck, Front Row Material, is one thing Jerry Lynn told me. He said the most, most just just depressing, just non-enjoyable aspect of wrestling is when he worked for WCW and the WWF. Mm-hmm. So do you think a lot of people are going to say, wow, you know, we don't really need to go there. We can do really well on our own somewhere else. Do you think the WWE might start to come back down to earth a little bit? Because right now it seems to be everybody and then them. And it seems like they are stratospheres higher than everyone else, at least in the perception aspect of it. Do you think the playing ground might get a little bit more leveled out if some of these wrestlers start to join with each other and kind of boycott going straight to WWE for the money? What do you think, Kat? I think um, from what I've seen and from some of the people I've talked to, like a lot of the younger wrestlers are seeming to, they realize that you can use social media as a tool um, and you can market yourself that way instead of trying to be like, hey, WWE, look, I can do a moonsault. Like you can do so much more now. I think like it's probably easier for wrestlers and like this younger demographic than it is for older wrestlers because it's like you can you can work a show every day of the weekend, you know, and I I know people that like they're not like struggling and they're like happy doing what they're doing. Um, And it's it's just like a totally different experience now, I think, than probably what it was like when like Jerry was wrestling, you know, or it's like you have this this main goal and this is like the only way you can actually watch wrestling. And now it's like, you can watch wrestling anywhere. If you get a subscription to anything, you can watch it, you know, like you can, if you, if you have Netflix, you can watch Lucha Underground. Like everybody's got a Netflix subscription. You can still get wrestling. And and you were talking about getting a subscription. You and I were talking about this last week. What was the, um, the package you were telling about? Oh, high spots. Um, so high spots is, I think it's like, it's the same guys that, they're all, I think they're out of California. I think they're based out of California. Um, but I found out that I get like, I get PWG, I get CZW. So like for whatever reason, I started watching death matches and now I'm like super into death matches, even though I'm a big baby. Um, <laughs> like, Cal- like you- death de- de- matches are tight. No, Love they're hella tight. They're hella tight. Yeah. But I'm like, ah, oh, God, but I can't look away, but I'm so like I'm ah, uh, but I can't stop watching it. Um, you can get like, the first progress. Time, the first time you see grown men, the first time you see grown men being powerbombed through glass, use the tables, it changes you. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Especially when you see it like five feet away from me, and you're like, oh my god, like that Fuck. happened. Like I'm here, they're here. Yeah, there's glass like hitting you. Like you're like, oh whoa, whoa, blood. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like you can you can literally just like log in the internet and be like, I think I want to watch something like I don't know, I want to watch something fun today. Like you can watch DDT. Um, I want to watch like something like a little bit more structured, you know? Like I can watch, I don't know. Um, I was like, who's got serious? I don't know. See, there's like you can watch serious wrestling, you can watch funny wrestling. Like it literally is like wrestling to fit your mood, and I think that like they're taking advantage of that, like. And you'd be stupid not to, especially with as many people at GIF wrestling shows. That's how people are getting like you see a spot and you're like, who's that? And then you click on their name and then you look up their matches and then you just it just keeps going from there. The power of memes cannot be underestimated, guys. Like, that's the truth of it. You know, if you can meme it, you're going to be made That's meme yeah. magic. It's just it's just the way it is. You know, I, it's weird, though, hearing 
the way it is in the States, the Indies, compared to the way it is in the UK and Ireland. Is Ireland for a long time had like a terrible, 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 terrible indie scene where the the children in the... In How the, bad was it? Terrible. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, to put it into perspective, I remember uh, myself and former co-host of, of the show, uh, we went to go see uh, one of the the indie the indie promotions in a local gymnasium, and halfway through one of the matches, two eight year olds were having a better match up up at the top because they're trying to imitate it, but oh the kids God. were like, <laughs> but, but the kids were selling and they understood exactly how it was working, but the two guys in the ring didn't know how to sell, and I was like, wow. These guys, these kids are fantastic. Learn from these. You know? You're just like throwing cash <laughs> at children. You're like throwing dollars up into <laughs> these kids. It's like you guys, you guys are great. You know? But uh, yeah, but over over the past, I want to say five years, there's been a huge change where um, we've really seen a huge growth in in wrestling. Uh, started off at main stage, and now you know those guys are just. Straight out, called OTT. They're just fantastic. They put on, yeah. they put on some of the some of the best. Uh, not only local wrestling, but they bring in talent from all around the world, and they kind of cross with insane pro wrestling and all that kind of stuff. It's it, it's it's worlds away from what it was. I can I think it's it's exactly from what you said. It's you know the power of social media, the fact that you're able to connect the wrestling fans all the way around the world, and when you're involved in that, it's kind of. Uh, it's for even look at Becky, like it's gas. You look at her Facebook page, and like four or five years ago, there's pictures of her like just hanging out in Dublin, and then it just hard cuts to her in WWE, and you're like, oh wow, you know that's how fast it can happen. It's crazy. I do believe there was a promotion, and gosh, I I really feel bad that I don't remember it off the top of my head. Maybe you guys can refresh me here. They were going to do a live streaming show during the same time that. Um, Crown Jewel was going on today, and I want to say it was a women's promotion. Oh, and basically, I think yeah. that's so fantastic. Yeah, I cool. think that's so fantastic. And I hope to God people said, you know what? I'm going to spend my time, if I have this time, watching this because first of all, they put on amazing shows. Second of all, I think they are starting to realize, you know what? Why would you want to follow a company that first says, oh, we're on board with with everybody wanting to be progressive, and then obviously they take a big giant step backwards and do this, but my hat's off to them because I think that was an amazing concept right there. I hope they got a lot of views. I hope that they get more people attending their shows because that was just a genius concept. Now. On that, uh, on the, on the foottails of that, we're talking about different networks. There is a women's wrestling network. And if you go on over to women's wrestling network.com, uh, you have unlimited streaming for $9.99 a month. And there is so much that you can get here. Cat and I, we did so many plugs last week. We're doing a, we're doing a ton of plugs now. I'm just trying to, I want to, I want to spread it, man. Like, what's the point of holding it to yourself? Like, tell people about it. We, we, we need to share this because there are some amazing, amazing matches on here. I mean, you're going to see all different promotions having quality, top quality matches. So once again, Women's Wrestling Network, check it out. Unlimited streaming, $9.99 a month. You would spend that same money on WWE hypocrisy, but spend it on a company who deserves it. Mm. And I, I have to actually big up um, Impact Wrestling because they've been their Twitter has been on fire today. Uh, you know, pointing out the talent, the female talent that they have. So mm-hmm. here's the thing: this is like when the Xbox One came out, and then PlayStation Four came out like three days later with their announcement, and they just did the exact opposite of what PlayStation did. So I'm sorry, of what Xbox did, and won the generation. 
it's, it's a huge own goal here from WWE. All you have to do is do the opposite of what WWE is doing now and you'll be successful. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And you and I talked about this cat. Um, there's another female wrestling superstar who was in the independence, but now she's going to be debuting with Impact Wrestling, Miss Grace. Hello. And t- tell them a little bit about uh, Miss Grace and what type of talent she is. Uh, she's buff, she's strong. Um, everything. I, I mean, I just I love her intergender work. I mean, I'm a big intergender wrestling fan. Um, mm. And when I watched All In and I watched the Battle Royal and she picked up Brian Cage, I absolutely lost my shit. That was another wake up the cats moment. Like I, I woke my cats say, up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, she's buff, she's the stuff, and the girls can't get enough. I was like, Oh my god! Oh, this good? <gasps> I'm going to put that on a shirt. See, well, here's the, here's the thing you need to realize. Here's here's the thing you need to realize, and I'm I'm gonna call an audible since I'm the I'm the quarterback here. You don't understand, and, and to a large extent, I don't understand, Dara. We are in the presence of greatness. Now, what I want what I want to tell you is this. No, no, and this is just fact. This is not me fanning out for you. This is me like literally being honest. You are a recognizable individual when it comes to full sale university nxt am i correct in that yes i got a big coconut head and i got different colored hair (laughs) okay now now she's going into oh it's because the way i well no No. i'm like six feet tall i stand out like you get camera time let's be honest you have great signs you know wrestlers i mean let's come let's let's not downplay this like you're just the average fan okay you're not you're not female Conrad Thompson. You're not just an average person. You are legit. And I'm telling you right now, you guys, we have a lot of listeners because we have the cat. And the cat has her own store. And once again, what is the name of that store, cat, where people can go get your merch? Because it's good stuff. I was just looking at it. It's uh, ArtXCore, A-R-T-X-C-O-R-E, at BigCartel.com. You got to check it out. She's got some really, really good stuff. I, I and actually just made a sticker. That was a. Uh, I, I don't know if you've seen the bullet babe detected joke going around for the last couple of months. Uh, I have. I've made a sticker of Kenny Omega, and it was like I was drawing it, and I was like, I can't believe that my hands are doing this right now. Like this is so ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> if if you are a fan right here, if you are a fan, you need to go on over to artxcore.bigcartel.com. I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan. Love it. But you have Jushin Thunder Liger stuff. You even have stuff from the 80s as well. You have Skeletor stuff. You got the different stickers here. Uh, you got the No Gods, No Meltzer patch, which I think is, 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 is just awesome in itself. You got great, great artwork from AJ and Okada. Yeah. So you guys got to check this stuff out. Got to check it out. Uh, Kat, you have to make us a, a Katie Vick sign. <gasps> oh, that's that's oh my has, god has to be done if you do that i swear to god i'll stick it everywhere i will break the law and stick it everywhere i don't even care you should have mass produced these stickers <laughs> yes uh by the way guys if you want some some lulls um you need to go over to wwe's face uh, twitter at the moment and just click under uh brock lesnar uh, it says the beast is back on top read the comments they're very good. <laughs> they're very, they're, I, have, they're, I have a feeling there's some there's some entendres that are going on. There are there are fantastic gifts. Reading. Wow. Gifts. Well, WWE did this as well. I want to say on their Twitter account today when I was going in, it was uh, it was a caption of Hulk Hogan, 
And it was like, let me tell you something, brother. And it was dot, dot, dot. Now, you you don't just leave an open sentence and let people finish it. But I will let you go on over and, and see what people have said because, wow, it is just beautiful. Someone needs to write a book about the greatest, like, uh, line one-liners that have ever been put on social media because what they put was just is great you got to check it out check it out and uh, enjoy it oh here we go i just found it i just found it let's see <laughs> yes these are very good these are very good uh so much so much this whole thing is just a meme it's just it really is it really is it's great Oh, I have to say, guys, you know, well, I, I, look, as far as the show goes, as far as we've got some, we've, we've had it, we've had a lot of laughs. And to be fair, you know, when you have a laugh out of a tragedy, that's, that's okay. Well, if, if, if we, if we didn't have some fun with it, it would just be, it'd just be so putrid. We'd all just be depressed. And, and there's no point in being depressed because we love wrestling. Exactly. So the, the, the one thing I want to throw out here, and I want to get your, your comments here before we go ahead and put a bow tie on this show, is, you know, there's been a lot of speculation on a lot of the different news outlets, wrestling news outlets, that were saying that there was meetings with Jim Ross, and there was meetings with Cody Rhodes, and the Young Bucks about a new promotion. So, as we all know, this past week, there was the... The Jericho Cruise, the Rager on the Sea, and they did a lot of Q&A sessions with different superstars that were on there, and fans were able to go ahead and participate and ask questions. Now, I'm, and this is not verbatim. I'm obviously paraphrasing, but one of the, the fans on the ship said, hey, is there any legitimacy to what you know we're hearing on the internet about the Young Bucks and Jim Ross and uh, Kenny Omega creating their own company? Because it was reported that the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I, I don't want to mispronounce his name, but he is a billionaire, and he was obviously going to get behind this. Yeah. But Jim Ross came out with a comment and said, you know, that's not true. I'm still under contract with the WWE and there's another promotion. I want to say it's, is it AXS that he's also yeah, under contract with as well? It's a TV channel. It's where they, um, they do like a lot of, uh, like Mario calls fight, like UFC stuff on there. Or I don't know if it's UFC. I think it's like Bellator or something. I don't know. It's some kind of fighting, some real fighting nonsense. I don't know. I'm not in for the real fighting. I'm here for the, you know, so, fake fighting. But, <laughs> I know it's not fake. It's real to me, damn it. Um, <laughs> wow, we just gave a plug to it's real to me, damn it, guy. Oh my god. You know, you know, oh you know what my. they should call anyone who does that. They should just hand them a leaf and go. So you, so you're going to be broke because all, anytime anyone oh. opens wrestling, it's like that's going to end bad for you. And then you just like wrestlelicious. Have you seen wrestlelicious cat? I have not. What is that? Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Man. Cat Retzelicious. Yes. Oh my. Okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna put something up on okay. Twitter. You have to see this because I believe this was the precursor. This was, had to have been one of the precursors to the Netflix show uh, Glow. Had to have been. Had to have been. No. It is so- no. 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 It, no. No. It, it, Glow was Glow was a, a, a real promotion in the eighties. This was set up yeah. by. I believe, and uh, he won. Like was a, it Jimmy Hart? No, no, Jimmy Hart was involved, but this guy won a Powerball thing in Florida. I think that's right. And, that's right. And he set up a all rest, an all female wrestling promotion, and it's terribly awesome. So, but he went like, bankrupt super quick. <laughs> in, in super what quick. way is it? Is it like words like, cannot do it justice, Cass? You have to like say awkward it. customs, but like with a no, story no, or okay. 
No, it's not. It's not inappropriate. Okay. It's just. No, no. It's just highly like corny and hokey and everything. But yeah. you, you got to see it because once you cross over, when something's bad, you're like, this sucks. But when it's bad, bad, it becomes great again. Exactly. So, and I think this is so bad. It's great. Like if yeah, this had a, if this, like wow. if, if this had a if this had a came along now, it would be meme tastic. It just arrived, it just was way too early. That's the problem with it. All right, I'm going to play something real quick to see if this works. If this doesn't, this will obviously get edited out. But I want to play something. I want you guys both to be able to hear this. So let me see if this is going to work. Give me a second. See if this works. Oh, So that's just kind right. of a clip. Sweet Jesus. Everything is extremely gimmicky. Like, but it's, oh my God. I'm going to have to go ahead and I'm going to post that and I'm also going to send it to you. Did that come through clear enough? Yeah. I am and I don't know how I feel. Is Daphne in this? Wait, Daphne's in yeah. this? Yeah, no! That's why I started watching it. That's why I started watching it. There, Serena Deeb's also there are, there are so many people, Kat, that you would be like, what? What are you talking about? But there are so many big names that are in this, and you're like, no, th- they weren't in this. And when you look up the cast, because you can buy the box set. We were, I think Dara and I were talking about this. We're like, there's no way that this even fucking made it on DVD. No, it did to make it on DVD. And they made the whole fucking box set, and you can buy it still. So... Mercedes Martinez is in it. Oh my god! Yep, it, 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 yeah. it, it's a it's a gem of, uh, of of the internet. That I'm so glad it exists. Mike, thank you for that. That was great. Um, <laughs> it brought back some good memories. But yeah, um, I would recommend everyone watch it. You know, it's and you know what? Another thing, guys, if you get a restless sign on Raw, I'll also send you a game code. Wow, guys, you got to do this. You got to listen. To your boy, Darrow O'Connor, go ahead and get those signs made up. Get out there in the audience and hold your stuff up because at the end of the day, be a part of the Katie Vick movement. Oh be a part of the movement. <laughs> Katie, Katie Vick, 2018. God. <laughs> I'm like, everything that's happened in the last like five minutes has just blown me away. Well, I'm telling you, that's what happens when you hang out with Darrow O'Connor, Mike Freeland, and the aforementioned Tony Cottom, who will be back probably in the next week or so. So this is the rewind, and it gets crazy. 
It does. We don't, we don't hold to any format. We kind of go everywhere. But with that being said, Dare, I do want to throw it to you first. Any final comments, parting words, anything before we put a bow tie on this episode and, uh, anything else that has kind of like piqued your interest in the last seven days? Uh, I'm looking forward to the new WWE video game. I think that's going to be kind of fun. It looks pretty decent. Uh, WWE has a lot to, to make up for. Um, and other than that, I think it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But hey, that's all part of the fun. And Dara, where are some places people can find you on social media? What are some outlets, some of your programming? Where can they find you and go ahead and continue to uh, to monitor all things Dara O'Connor? Sure. So people can reach me on Twitter at Dara WV. So at D-A-R-R-A-G-H-W-V. Um, my podcast is The Rest of You at the National Desk and Nair to Know. So if you want to get that, you can go over to uh, SoundCloud and uh, Nair to Know Media. So the Nair to the number two media or it's on iTunes and SoundCloud and also WVIDesk.com is our website. So go over. Uh, we have pretty much new show dropping every day. So It's really good stuff, you guys. I can tell you this firsthand. Dara busts his butt and puts out amazing programming. He's got such a great mind for wrestling and other things, all things social media as well. So definitely make sure you try to follow Dara. Follow his stuff. Follow his shows. Good dude. Really, really good dude. Uh, Kat, if you can pull yourself away from the 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 trance you're in right now with the restalicious thing. I'm not, I don't know. You, you, your whole demeanor has changed. It's kind of like, what? I'm like, so, I'm like, it's just so much. Oh no, we broke out. I'm sorry. I was about to say, we just got a brand new broadcast colleague and she's like, fuck this. Why am I working with these guys? They are ruining everything that was my childhood. It's just, it's just a lot taken. You can't. It is a lot. You have, this is going to be like, we should just like blow me away with something I don't know about like once a week because there's probably a lot that I don't know about. And it's, it's just it's me being like, what has happened? <laughs> oh, we will get you to be cynical at some point. Trust okay. me. Just give us. No. Nope. But, but Kat, where can people follow you? What, uh, how can people get a hold of you? All that good stuff. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at artxcore, A-R-T-X-C-O-R-E. Um, you know, don't. Don't DM me your feet pictures, but if you want to talk, hit me up. I'm good. I'm good for it. <laughs> yeah, we, we talked about that. Don't DM a woman with creepy pictures of feet or any other anatomy because that doesn't work, Keep guys. Keep your appendages okay? to yourself, please. Keep it to yourself. And if you are going to do it, at least ask for money. I'm right, telling Kat? you, listen, people are just throwing money, good money away. I have, oh my goodness, I can't I have believe questions. it. <laughs> I have questions. That's What's so right? weird. Sorry. <laughs> if you have questions about the feet and the fetish, you're going to have to go back to last week's episode oh, with Cat wow. and I. But the funny thing, funny thing, it had nothing fucking to do with wrestling. And we just kind of just rolled with it. And it was beautiful. Uh, it made beautiful, beautiful podcast I am music. downloading that podcast as we speak. Wow, guys. <laughs> and remember... Go on over to artxcore.bigcartel.com. Once again, that's artxcore.bigcartel.com. You can find all of her merchandise. Guys, go ahead and please go ahead and make some purchases. Support the cat as well. And if you want to go ahead and support myself, um, you can go ahead and you can follow me at 
at Mike Freeland, at M-I-K-E-F-R-E-L-A-N-D. I uh, not only do this show, but I also am excited. We just debuted a brand new podcast that I am hosting. It is called Front Row Material with ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck, where we talk everything ECW, from the fans, from the brawls, to the backstage, to the road trips, everything you wanted to know about ECW we talk about it. We love to take fan submission questions as well. Nothing is off limits. Cursing is absolutely encouraged in your tweets as well to us. So once again, please hit us up and let us know. You can follow Jerry Lynn at It's Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. And you can follow the show at FRM Pod. So Wait a minute. once again, follow all that stuff. So you're telling me that I'm the star here. And you're actually getting star interviews. See, like, it, this is just a little... I'm thinking this is starting to be a little unfair. You know what? I'm the host of this show, damn it, and I can make the rules, okay? I'm putting over on this one, darling. You know what this is? It's a C-O-N-spiracy. I'm, I've got questions. I'm keeping receipts on these. I'm keeping receipts. I'll, I'll trust me. It, it'll, it'll all come to fruition. It'll all make sense as we go down this primrose path that I'm leading you both down. But... With that being said, for the cat, for Darrow Connor, my name is Mike Freeland. Thank you so much for letting us uh, enter your world. This has been Freeland Wrestling Rewind. We'll catch you next week.